Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. You've had a real long day. Nothing good is on the radio. So let's talk your troubles away. Just a couple of guys trying to analyze the things we do and see. Play a game or two, maybe an interview. What a place to be! It's a good day for a good time with a good hang. It's a good day for a good time with a good hang. What a good way! What a good sign! What a good thing! It's a good day for a good time with a good hang. All right, let's run that back. Hello, testing one two. Good test, morning, test, John. Test. Good morning, John. All right. All right. We're all right. Thank God I caught that screw up. <laughs> we had a mini false start there. What was that just not recording? It was when you were recording one of us. Oh, that would um, been honks. That would have been a nightmare if we had gone. Like, imagine if I only realized that like forty-five minutes in, <laughs> or like the whole thing. Has that ever happened where we like? finished the show and then it either didn't record or only recorded partially I think, that, I think that happened once back in the old days uh right. when we were recording off of like more sensitive mics right so like you pulled the audio from uh, it was weird i remember yeah 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 now we would just be like fuck it <laughs> new episode <laughs> re-record uh this this has felt like a really long week i don't know why but like did we re- we recorded an episode last week, right? I think we recorded. I think the next day we watched Tenet. That's why it feels like it's so long. I was thinking about the same thing. I was like, did we miss an episode? It feels like forever since we recorded. Because time, we, we've been moving in reverse ever yeah. since. There's a pincer movement of some kind happening. I yeah. think, I can't really understand what you're saying. <laughs> I can't hear you over the... Um, the that was really good. I, I'm, I'm very... I'm very excited to talk about movies again because it feels like um, we haven't been able to really talk about a movie that people are going to watch. Yeah, we have two whole movies that we can talk about this week. Yeah, as movies are coming back out again because parts of the world are going back to normal again. So they're kind of just like, you know, releasing it in parts of the world where it's okay. Um, but yeah, we'll get into that later. I'm excited to talk about it because it's been a while since I've... Uh, I, what was like the last theatrical release that we spoke about? Oh, theatr- that we spoke about? I'm not even sure I remember. It was forever ago, for sure. Because I know the last movie I watched in the theaters was probably Birds of Prey. Okay. Which was, you know, not the best note to get off of. I was going to say, I remember the last movie. Like, we were talking about it. I was like, what the hell did I watch last? And I remembered it was Bad Boys for Life. Bad Boys for Life. Yes. So movies I've been watching in 2020 have been have been you know odd to say the least. Mm-hmm. I think 2020 is the year yeah. of discovery. It's like the year where like we're 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 checking shit out that we never thought we would like ever. Like making sourdough bread. That's like that's the year that we'll look back but that's the year that everyone made sourdough bread. But like we're we're doing like the Netflix equivalent of making sourdough bread. So right. like watching like weird UK dramas and Sure. <laughs> like obscure reality shows. Interior house design is a thing now in our house that people are watching I forgot the name of the show, but like it's like Top Chef but for interior house designers. So is is it is it any good? Like is it like a is it like an informative show that like teaches you about interior design? Not really. Because that's like 100% a thing that I need to learn about. Like, I, I, I have 
almost no sense of interior design. Like I, I know what looks good. I just don't know how to make it happen. It's not like my brain just can't quite translate um, like a feel. Cause you know how like a space can give you a feeling for sure. You know, I can't quite translate that feeling into like the practical things. Yeah. Like the practical things that I need to, okay, I need to put a cupboard there. I need to put like a carpet here. I need to put like a picture there. Like, is is it a helpful show in that way? Because I don't know. I mean, I was, when I was watching, when they were watching it, I was sitting back like doing work. So right. I didn't, wasn't able to fully take it in. But it seemed maybe you could pick things up, I guess. But it's weird, right? Because it's, it seems like interior design, I could be like overstating here, but it's like, you know, when you start doing photography, you learn the basics of composition. Mm-hmm. Surely there's like a similar equivalent in... Oh, 100%. Kind of like, oh, 100%. openness of a thing and stuff. 100%. Like, I mean, just, just, just look at Queer Eye. Like yep. Bobby more or less decorates every house kind of the same. <laughs> like he just kind of tailors style. Yeah, he just tailors like the, the, the inspirational photos to like match their personality. So if like they're they're like a engineer, it's like make it work better. Exactly. If it's a chef, it's like live, laugh, love. Other than that, it's like more or less the same things all over the place. Yeah. Hey, let me ask you something. how old were you when you realized why masking tape was called masking tape? Mm, I'm gonna guess right now. Oh, you don't know why it's called masking tape? No idea. Okay, so masking tape is like the papery tape, right? Mm-hmm. And they use it because, like, you put it on the wall and you paint one side of it, mm-hmm. and then once you remove the masking tape, it's like a straight line. Yeah. You use it to define your borders. Mm-hmm. So you're masking from the paint. What? Like, it's masking the paint from going onto the wall. It's masking in what sense? In what sense? In what way are you using the word? Like, to ma- like, oh, like a Photoshop mask kind of thing, like a it's like to mask, like like to mask. <laughs> so, like my understanding of the word mask, other than wearing something in your face, it covers it. It's it's also like you know when you're when you're in Photoshop and you put a mask over a, a photo and then you define the lines and like say for example like you yeah you, exactly you, you, you you crop yeah that kind of thing. So it's the other way. Around. Okay, yeah. Then Photoshop then, got it from real life painting. Uh, then yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I never got that. I was like, whoa. What did you think it meant? I had no idea. This is tape I need to put on my, my face. My face, yes. <laughs> that is exactly it, I guess. I was a young kid when I first heard of masking tape. And then I you know, I think I only... Probably from Queer Actually is where I realized that it was like, oh, look at them clean, defined borders. Yeah, yeah. They do that. They, like, especially if you have one of those like... You know, like when you, when you have a wall, mm-hmm. and then at the bottom of the wall, you have that like thing, like, like a the, little edge. Yeah, thing. like the wooden edge yeah, or whatever yeah, yeah. material your house is made up of. You always put masking tape on that edge, on that wall, yeah, and then you paint the wall. It blows my mind that you can like. I mean, obviously, it does what it's designed, but it blows my mind that you can just like peel that thing off, and it's like a perfect straight line. None of the none of the paint got in. Yeah, that's cool. Graffiti artists use those things too. Yes. I have a graffiti painting right here in my yeah, room. Yeah, I just that, saw it. That utilized masking tape. I watched it happen firsthand. Yeah, I remember we were there during the street. Was it street art festival? Some kind of festival we went to. Uh, the art thing at there the F one building. Yeah, there was clothes and food and painting. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, it was classy. You got art now. I have art now. I haven't put it up on the walls yet though, because I'm trying to figure out where to put the painting on the wall. Like I want to put it over my bed, but I have an irrational fear that it's going to fall on my head. I don't think that's irrational. Yeah. I think it's pretty rational. Yeah. <laughs> like, unless you, like, nail that thing into the wall. Like, if you use 3M of anything, I'm like, that's scary. Right? Yeah. Are those things trustworthy? Like, all the all those, like, sticky things that you stick on the wall and then you hang... And it says it can hold up to 4.5 4. kilograms or whatever. I guess, yeah, but you got to get exactly... Like, one of our paintings in the living room fell down. I haven't put it back up yet. The so, blue one? Yeah. That just fell one day. Was that put up by 3M? Yes. 
See, that's so sketch. Like, this I, is an anti-commercial or 3M. Like, I, is is it a thing? I mean, they can take it. They're a big company. Yeah, um, fuckers. <laughs> Not a make, sponsor. They make clearly. Like, they make like everything. Yeah. Um, is is it like a heat plus humidity thing that's causing it Probably. to like the, the adhesive to like wear out in less than a year? Probably. That's really fucking annoying. I'm also like thinking that we probably fucked it up somehow. Really? But, but the, the other, other two are standing straight. The other two are yeah. standing just fine. Yeah. And that was the last one that went up. Yeah. So like technically that should have been like the one where like the process would have been perfected by then. I mean, it was, we, a, we, it was a difference of two minutes, I think. But we, yeah. we, we put up two other paintings that have stayed up before putting that one up and that one was the one that fell. Yeah, I don't know. Hmm. But I definitely wouldn't try. Like your painting is like properly framed and has wood and glass and stuff. So yeah, I'm I'm just leaning it on the floor. <laughs> the problem is the way I see it, options are quite limited in this room. No, there's that wall over there next to the bathroom. Oh, does it fit? This is not working for the not at all. This is not a visual at thing all. at all. This is like imagine my room, guys. It's 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 long and narrow. <laughs> we'll take a photo of the painting and Nathan's attempt at hanging it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we should get into the movie reviews because, like you said, we couldn't really couldn't really talk about it forever. I'm kind of excited. We can talk about movies for a while. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I'm curious, like how many people have have gone to watch movies since things started opening up? Because in Singapore, yeah, yeah, because uh, the the theaters that we went to were fairly empty. But then again, whenever I look at my popcorn app just to see what's on, mm-hmm. like eighty percent of the tickets are like sold out or selling fast. Yeah, but each theater has like what, like twenty seats or something. Available. So, so what's the rule? How many seats between each person? Because uh, we we sat in like a weird couple couple seats thing where like every chair was two chairs. Okay, so the like theater we had, yeah, it was it was the Gemini seating, but it, it it was like it's pretty similar to all of them. It's basically you have to have uh, at least two seats in front, to the left, to the right, and behind you. So it's like if you think about. Two's, wait, 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 wait. A person needs to have two seats on their left, right, front, and back? Yeah. I mean, you can sit, it's, it, but it's two arrangements. So everyone can sit, like if you're from the same household, you can sit side by side. But then for that pair, you have to have two seats in front of you, two seats to the right of you, behind you. Two seats left. in front of me meaning like uh, one one seat and then another row and oh, no, another sorry, seat? Oh, no, sorry. The two seats in front of you have to be available. Uh, had to be empty. The two seats to the right have to be empty. So basically, you can only sit diagonally from another couple. Oh, but the distance is the same. I think it's a little bit different. I, I mean, the know. distance between someone sitting behind you and diagonally to you, it's not much. Not much of a difference, but it's enough that if I cough, I'm going to cough forward, I guess. I guess, yeah, yeah. If you're going to cough, then you don't cough like, at the yeah. back of their heads. So you can't, seat, you can't sit north, east, south, or west, but you can seat northeast, southeast. That, that's the idea. Right. That's what I've, in my really quick, I need to buy tickets for a movie, that's what I've discovered. Right, right, right. I guess that makes sense as to why they're not opening up theaters yet, because that would be a horrible way to experience theater. Yeah. Or, in what sense? What do you mean? Like, it'll be horrible for both the audience and the performers. Oh, oh, like theater, like... Like theater, 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 yeah, theater, yeah. theater, theater, theater with an R E. Because like um, a lot of people have been wondering, like, oh, how come theaters aren't open when like movie theaters are open? How come like like acting theater isn't open? I think that's actually more to do with the performers, like the performers be spitting. Yeah, yeah. So that's why they haven't been. No, able but there's to. ways around that because when I did the NDP show, mm-hmm. we did it in a theater. What they did was essentially like they had a splash zone in like the first Ew. yeah <laughs> so like the first five rows they just blocked it out no one sits in the first five rows so that negates like the 
performer spittle. Mm. Yeah. So there's ways around it, but I think they're just not doing it because it's not financially viable at this point. Yeah, I think there's also, I mean, the little bit of insider I can give is that um, there's also like government approval. Like they just haven't given government, a government hasn't given them approval yet. Mm -hmm. Unless it's NDP. I guess so. Because that (laughs) is the government. Thanks a lot, big brother. Yeah. Um, I miss all of that. Me too. You know, I would be okay with like not traveling for like maybe like two years. Really? Like, what would you choose? The ability to travel or Singapore being completely back to normal with, like, no masks and no social distancing? Oh, ability to travel, 100%. Really? Because, like, like we've mentioned this many times before. My, like, well, my life, at least, is not, it's not wildly different. Mm. If anything, I prefer this because, like, I go out, wear a mask, like, my face is protected. Like, no one gives a shit. Like, sure. It's just it, this existence in this country and in, in this point in time right now. I'm fine with it. Oh, you're cool with like this for you. You're cool with this to be like forever. Yeah, not forever, but yeah, kind yeah. of. I'm I'm cool with it like as it is right now. I really <laughs> don't mind it. I can take the bus and the train and everything is great. Um, but like um, travel, that's that's something that has been a very big part of my life for like a, such a long time. Okay, what if you could travel? For like three months, but then Singapore's back to, to circuit breaker phase one. phase one. That's fine. Whoa. Yeah, I don't know. I would sacrifice my pleasure of travel for the well-being of Singapore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you mean you'd rather do... Wait, what? So what's your answer? As in like, I would I would travel to... If if the if like the devil's contract was like, yeah. Nathan, if you were to travel, Singapore is going to get COVID again. I'd be like, all right. Bye. <laughs> Send me the news from Alcapulco. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, like th- this, this whole lockdown thing hasn't bothered me too much. Mm-hmm. I guess like the only part about phase one that bothered me is that you weren't allowed to visit your friends. Sure. Yeah. That was messed. Yeah. Um, but yeah, at least for like the la- for as long as I can remember, at least like the last seven, six, seven years, I've traveled for work and so regularly. Yeah, be it for gigs or promo shit or shooting stuff, like it it feels so strange, so odd to 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 not have traveled for the last uh, seven months. Yeah, and um, yeah, I I, I I'm just. I, I miss it. I miss it a lot. I know my Chinese has like probably uh, uh, taken many, many, many steps backwards <laughs> since February because I just haven't been able to immerse myself in the language as much as I usually do, like on a month-to-month basis. Right. Um, but yeah, I really miss it. Like the, the the part that I'm curious about, right, is that once things open up, then isn't everybody basically going to try figure out a way to like get the fuck out of here? <laughs> but like not just everybody here, but everybody all over the world. Like to jump the border, you mean? No, no. I'm just saying like when things get back to normal, mm-hmm. the rush to travel is going to be so intense. Right. Because you're not just going to have your business people anymore. You're not just going to have your like occasional leisure travelers. It's essentially going to be like the middle of December all, all year. year round, yeah, I guess so. Because I mean, and that sounds exhausting. To me. Like that makes me not want to travel. <laughs> yeah, but it's like it's. But then again, it's not going to be like no one's going to flip a switch and it's like the normal again. It's going to be gradual. Yeah, hundred percent. Right? Like these whole green. The transition things. period is the part of it that I'm not looking forward to. Yeah, I say, hey man, let's get ready to travel to New Zealand. Let's look up itineraries because. No, but see, that's why like the first trip I wanted to do out was just a road trip to Malaysia because yeah, yeah, that yeah. way, like, you're in complete control of like your travel, sort of. Like, like you can have a bubble. 
Yeah. If you have your own car. In that sense. I get that. And and that like even the road trip part of it is like the vacation, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. As opposed to like I don't know. Some people don't like air travel. Some people don't like the process of being in airports. I personally don't mind it. I love I, it. I kind of dig it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, on a road trip, like the drive there, it's like it's part of the journey, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah, I get that. So that that's still like number one priority once things like open up a little bit. I'm going to take a long ass drive to Penang. Hmm. It's going to be a nice 12 hour drive. <laughs> um, so want to dive into some theatrical releases? Yeah. <laughs> Which one do we start at? Well, start with. I say we start with uh Ten Ten. Ten Ten. Yes. Ten Et. Yes. Um so we we watched Tenet in a movie theater yes. last week. Um for some reason I was sitting four seats away from you? Yeah. Which which made me confused about the rules, but yeah, um, yeah. Because like I said, there has to be two seats to the right of me and two seats to the left of you. And then we went with uh, my girlfriend and our roommate. So. Wait, wait, wait. Rewind. So there needs to be two seats next to you and two seats next to me. So total of four. So wait, why were we why four were, seats apart, or were we just two seats apart? We were, four we, were seats. Just, we were just two seats apart. We were two two seats apart. For real. So like each seat was two seats, and we were two of those away. So that we were essentially four seats away from each other. Oh yeah. Yeah, I know this because like I, like usually in movies like we like whisper shit to each other. That's true. And like I was not able to do any uh, of that. Hey Nathan! <laughs> <laughs> I just shout over the theater. John, what just happened? <laughs> I don't know, dude. I can't hear anything. I can't hear anything. <laughs> Fuck. And like I'm the, okay. That's the that's my main takeaway from Tenet is I couldn't hear fucking shit. Yeah. Like dialogue wise, I could hear explosions and music. That's been a problem with Christopher Nolan since Dark Knight Rises. How have I not noticed this? You've not. I've not noticed. I've complained all. about this like endlessly ever since Dark Knight Rises. Okay, no, I didn't complain about it in Dark Knight Rises because I just I assumed it was the theater. Inception was totally fine, right? Okay, so it was literally from Dark Knight Rises Which onwards. Is Dark Knight Rises, Dark Knight Rises Interstellar, Dunkirk, and then this movie. Inception was definitely in that chunk. Inception was before, before Dark Knight that? Rises, yeah. Okay. No, and Inception sounds fine. Inception, Inception sounds, sounds great. Great, yeah. yeah. But it, literally in chronological order, ever since Dark Knight Rises came out, followed by Interstellar, followed by Dunkirk, followed by Tenet. All four of these movies have horrible, horrible sound mixing. My theory is that after The Dark Knight and after Inception... Like Christopher Nolan got a pay bump. He moved to like this crazy house in the hills. Okay. And then like um he essentially started mixing his movies from this crazy house in the hills with a huge theater. The fuck? So and and, and and the theater sound system sucks. <laughs> so like well, he's, wouldn't it sound better then? He's like, Oh, this no, sounds, no, no. So let's make it clear. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Uh-huh. If you mix on really, really like state of the art sound systems, uh-huh. everything else sounds like shit. So that's why okay. when people mix music, they use, they tend to mix it with reference earphones. So things that give a very neutral flat sound, right, 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 or like literally consumer headphones like Apple earpods, yeah, 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 earphones. Yeah. Like people mix music on those things, so that way, no matter who listens to it on whatever device, it sounds great. Yeah, that's what I mean. That's what I'm. But if you mix it on like really state of the art shit, if you are mixing music or sound or whatever with like. 
these crazy bang on a loose headphones. Oh, so you're saying his stuff is really good, like yeah. where he mixes really good. Okay, I exactly. thought you said, said it was shit. No, like, no, 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 like, no, no. I'm saying the stuff that he's mixing with is really, really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why on everything else below it, literally everything else below it, it sounds like garbage. Yeah. Because unless you have the state of the art, this is all just theorizing, this is theory. by the way. This is all just theorizing because I have tried mixing music with really nice headphones before because I thought, ooh, it sounds great. And then I fucking unplugged it and I just played it on a normal uh, speaker, uh. and I was like, "Jesus Christ!" It <laughs> sound like the headphones were were basically doing half the work, right? Um, okay, which, so, so yeah, so like I don't know if he's on record, but from what I understand, he feels like catching all the dialogue is not important. That it's more like an ambiance sound feel, which makes no sense to me. But that's people are saying. Okay, okay I so under- here's my theory. I understand yep. that with a movie like Dunkirk, yeah, or arguably even interstellar movies where it's more about images yeah. and ideas growing through these images and like it, it, it's almost like looking at a series of like paintings with music and occasional exposition yeah, yeah, yeah. but in a movie like tenet or arguably even dark knight rises mm-hmm. where so much of the meat of it is in the, the dialogue textual philosophy yes you know, it's so much about understanding the world that is being created through the through this exposition. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's nah, man. It's rough. Yeah. Um. So, my theory. Ooh, your filter is getting. They can't hear it. Okay, amazing. Anyway, so my theory is that like Christopher Nolan was watching Dark Knight Rises after he edited it together, whatever, mm. and he was like, "Wow, Bane is so great. I love Bane." <laughs> His sounds are so I can't like when he talks. I really have to listen and I pay attention more. I'm gonna put that filter on all my movies. Everybody is Bane now, dude. It's crazy. Yeah, but it's it's still weird. Like I feel like okay for for Dark Knight Rises and for um, Dunkirk. I only real I only recall struggling with with um Thomas. What's his name? Tom Bane. Hardy. Tom Hardy's characters because they both had masks on. Mm-hmm. And then for Interstellar, I don't remember there being a problem. I remember it was loud as fuck. Interstellar, I had a lot of trouble with the dialogue in the theater. Um, yeah, I just had a lot of trouble with the dialogue, especially like Matthew McConaughey. He like slurs and like, yeah, I don't know, man. It's, it, it's, it's. Okay, I, I think I guess okay. Here's the thing: we need to like state our opinion on the on the movie first before we like tear Fair. it apart and shit on it. I had fun. <laughs> I know this is like antithetical to everything I had a decent so amount of fun I had fun in the theater I like I, I, I gasped I laughed I went ha ha and oh and whoa like I, I I vocalized those thoughts and feelings because there were many moments in the movie that I was just like what I had major problems with it but I feel like a lot of it will be gone if I watched it with like again and with subtitles or a better sound mix, which is not possible. So no, not possible because I've I've heard many opinions from people that have watched it in various theaters. Mm-hmm. It wasn't specifically our theater. No, it's that garbage I'm, all around for yeah. sure. Yeah, it's it's sound wise. It's just I think it's mostly to do with the score. Mm. I think it's mostly to do with the score because I was listening to the dialogue in the very beginning and like yeah, sure, like the lows and the mids are a little bit high, um, but 
that's okay because it's consistent. Yeah. The problem is when you add the music, which also then because of the theater sound system adds a lot of the bass and the surround and everything. It then because all of that is existing on the same frequency, uh-huh. the louder frequency, the the louder volume wins, which is the music. Yeah. So like literally, all he has to do is cut the music by thirty percent, and you get the same effect. And there's music all throughout that movie, right? Throughout, it it's was like nonstop. Throughout. It's scored throughout by Ludwig Göransson. Yes. Yes. Which I liked. I mean, I liked the music. Ludwig Göransson is like he's he's like the next guy. What else has he done? Everything. Oh yeah. Like he's, he's like he the d- go-to guy. Um, well, I guess chronologically, from my knowledge at least, I'm sure he's done a lot more. But from my knowledge, and enough to cement him, mm. is he did he did the music for Community. Oh. Where he then met Definitely. Donald Glover, and then okay. he did Childish Gambino's music. Oh. And then he also did the music for The Mandalorian. Well, And he also, yes. yeah, all of the music. Mandalorian, Mandalorian was good. Mandalorian, Mandalorian really good. has the best soundtrack of 2019, Don't At Me. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, then now he's doing this because I guess he can replace Hans Zimmer now. So, you know, fuck Hans. Sure. Um, but yeah, the music was great. It's just too fucking loud. Like, mm-hmm. bring it down a little bit so we can understand your ideas. I think I literally missed thirty percent of all the words. Yeah. Okay. Like, yeah. We, we shit on the sound enough. <laughs> yeah, but that's the thing is that it, it it was the main like it was like an it's like a fatal mistake. Yeah. In my I, opinion. I, I would say uh, uh, um, take this warning if you haven't seen Tenet yet. If you're going to watch it. Um, go with someone that understands Chinese or or brush up on your Chinese yeah. so that you can read the Chinese subtitles below and understand a bit more because that was my advantage. Every yeah. time I missed something, I would just look at like look down and and like hopefully be able to catch it quickly enough. Yeah, because I don't read Chinese very quickly, but like quick enough to you know look at the keywords like yeah. the things that I miss. I was like okay, that's a name. Oh, okay, that's a place. Oh, okay, they're going to this country. Like, that kind of thing. Uh, okay, um, fair enough. Yeah, but when they start talking about, like, really complicated things, I'm like, ugh, I'm kind of lost again. Yeah, and it's very complex. Like, you know what? I appreciate Christopher Nolan's, like, he feels, it seems like he's obsessed with time. Very and much. how it works with cinema. And I, very it's much. so cool. I mean, I mean, in Inception, you had, like, the, the spreading out and the shrinking of time over, you know, levels of dream mm-hmm. states or whatever the fuck. Dunkirk was, like, looking at an event through different like lenses of time from real time to like really yeah. spread out. Um, Interstellar was very much about Interstellar time. like was like yeah like the movie ended where it began and everything. Exactly. Yeah. And Tenant is like that to like the fucking like on steroids. Yeah. <laughs> so like what if you move forwards and backwards? Like I don't want to think did we spoil it? Well, whatever. There's not much to spoil here. It's no, impossible it, the, to spoil. You, you can you can watch the trailer and surmise that th- there is forwards and backwards things yes. happening. <laughs> I mean they really get into it though. Yeah. Um some fun concepts, but like, it feels like he did all the hard stuff right and mm-hmm. all the, the all the basic stuff wrong. Mm-hmm. Like there was because he's playing. Okay, here's my like kind of like critique about it. Like kind of like if I can put my thinking hat on, mm-hmm. is that at the beginning, I mean, John David Washington, his character's name is called protagonist. Like he mm-hmm. has no name. Yeah, he has no character, and I think that's the idea of like. Okay, we can't really get into this without spoiling the whole movie. So spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Okay, give me a second. Okay, cool. Wait, right. no, no, no. Stop. We haven't... We, like, we've barely scratched the surface and we're already spoiling? Well, I can't really talk about it anymore without spoiling it because that's my main thing about it. Okay, sure. Okay, or I can try to talk around it. No, go for it. No, I can't. Okay, so he... The, the main character, protagonist, he has no... We don't really know his motivations. The beginning of the movie starts, we we know he's like... We th- he's like a CIA guy and he's doing missions and he's badass. That's all we know about him. Mm-hmm. Then he goes about his life. He's on the tracks of, of joining this thing, which is kind of like... I feel like his uh, Nolan's exploration of the grandfather paradox is like 
what's going to happen is going to happen. Even though you travel back in time to fix it, you can't because what happens already happened, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. So like, it feels like we only get his motivation at the 50% point of the movie when the movie starts going backwards. Mm-hmm. Like That's when he starts getting... And by the way, his motivation is like, I like this tall lady. This tall lady deserves a life. And she's very tall. Right? right? So that was like I, it was hard for me to get on board because I was like I don't know who this character. I don't is. think I don't that know. was his motivation. What I was think, it? Like, save the to world. Save right? the fucking world. I mean, the 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 love interest was definitely like a part of it. But like that, he the love she, interest was a part of it. Yeah, and I'm gonna get into why. Like I think I don't think that was too much of a problem because I think it all connects. But he like made choices that because like, the tall lady is connected to a very important character that potentially yes. becomes another character later in the, in the movie. Yeah, I don't. I think that, I don't think that I think that theory is debunked. Oh, the, the sun? Yeah. Okay, anyway. Yeah. Um, like, I, I, I was okay with the lack of characterization mm. only because I felt everyone had enough character. Like, because, okay, for mm. example, if you look back at Inception, I thought Inception was a beautifully done masterpiece of a movie. I agree. But try, like, describe the characters, except for maybe the exception of Leo. Well, I, Leo's character probably had the most, exactly. like, flesh to it. As you should, because he's the protagonist. Well, yeah. But like, then he had think, a very clear, almost overtly clear motivation. He wants to get back to his kids. Yeah. But, know? like, with this movie, um, I got that amount of characterization that Leo got in Inception mm-hmm. with the villain and the villain's wife and um, arguably Robert Pattinson. Like, I was okay with the lead character being a little bit of a hollow thing and like maybe that was intentional because his name is literally protagonist yeah. they didn't even bother giving him a name like david you know so it's like you know the thing with john david washington so i've seen this and black Klansman. is there anything else i've seen him in can you think of anything that we've seen that has him in it no yeah so like he's a good actor for Denzel's sure penis exactly <laughs> he's a good actor for sure but like he doesn't have that like instant charisma that you get from like a leo or like like robert pattinson was like he he was riding on his pure charisma in this movie, I thought. Mm-hmm. And the fact that he could just play and have fun. Mm-hmm. But like John David Washington, I couldn't like get into it. I couldn't empathize so much. I was just like, okay. And like the one part of characterization I got was like when he was being frisked by a guard, he was like, usually you have to buy a brother dinner after that or some shit like that. I was mm-hmm. like, this is the worst. <laughs> don't you think there's a little bit of intention to that though? I do. That's my point. Like, in like, in a, like, don't you think there's some intention to it? Because I guess since we're in spoilers, um, you find out later that like uh, he he is a very crucial part of the organization that he's in. Mm-hmm. He founded it. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, don't you think there is an element of like like new blood kind of like he's the least comfortable character on screen? Yeah, because Sator, played by. Kenneth uh, Branagh. Kenneth Branagh is basically chewing the fucking scenery oh, in this yeah. role. He's like Robert, a Ruski from the 80s. Yeah. yeah. Robert Pattinson is like being cute. He's, he's having a gay old time. He's having yeah. a good time in that movie. So like part of me was kind of okay of everyone else around him being super comfortable, super well versed in the world and him being kind of like the, the us character. Like what? What's happening? What's this? Ooh, the bullet can go backwards. Because like... Yeah, I'm okay with that. All of that stuff was fine. Like my my my... I don't really have huge issues with the movie beyond like the sound mixing thing. Like mm. I, I, if anything, like I'm, I'm just happy that it exists because I agree. I'm happy it exists because like there's so much nonsense out there. There's so mm. much nonsense out there that's like forgettable that like they probably 
pour in a whole bunch of money into that could have been used to help the world. Mm. Instead, it's helping someone's wallet and wasting our fucking time. <laughs> like this, something like this is actually thought provoking. Something like this actually pushes the boundaries. Like in that one scene where that fucking building blows up and goes back together and blows up in a different place and goes back together again. Like I was like, what the fuck was that? Like that, that spoilt my um, perception of like a visual thing. I don't know how to describe it. Like, but when I saw that visual, I was like, that's something I have never seen before. And yeah. that just broke new ground in my brain. I mean, already the subtle stuff of like a character from our point of view moving forward while the rest of the world's moving backwards, like yeah. birds are flying back with smoke is going back inwards. I mean, that stuff is cool and all. Yeah. All that stuff was fine. It's, it, it stated the concept, but it was more of like the crazy fucking, okay, like that, there was a fight scene between Rob, uh, I forgot who. Oh, there was a fight scene between uh, uh, David and David. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Protagonist and protagonist. Yeah. Uh, you, you see the fight scene twice in the movie. Yep. The first time, one person's going forward, the other one's going backwards. The second time, the one that was going backwards is now going forwards and vice versa. And that shit, just that alone, yeah. was like, what the fuck? That's my point. It's so like, that's, what the fuck? Like, that's do you the hard part. How do you choreograph that? That's what know? I meant. Like, that's the hard part. Like, conceptualizing and executing that was hard part and he did it flawlessly. Mm-hmm. But, like, the fact that, like, from time to time we would take a break and then exposition would happen and motivations were revealed just by people talking that we could barely hear Mm -hmm. that was really rough on me that people would be like oh by the way we've just realized that his his heartbeat monitor is connected is important because it definitely definitely had like a pace and a structure that that became very predictable after it was yeah it was essentially like exposition exposition big set piece exposition exposition big set piece yep. exposition, and so on and so forth until yes. the very end of the movie yes so like I, yeah i would you know. and like what's missing <laughs> there is the protagonist like doesn't i feel like he doesn't go on a journey i think like he's being brought along which again could be intentional in what you mentioned but mm-hmm. it's just like from moment to moment i don't know why he's doing the things that he's doing from like a storytelling point of view Mm-hmm. And then there's the unforgivable. Not the unforgivable. I, here's my theory. My theory is that you have watched too many videos about this movie. And and and, and no, this and, is how I felt before. Oh, really? And none of the videos I've watched they explain the time, but no one really talks about his motivation as a character from a storytelling. But point do of view. but do you think that you watching so many videos about it has like created a movie in your own head that is beyond what you saw? No. Really? I don't think so. Okay. Because I know, watched... I know that tends to happen to me like when I yeah, no. dive too deep into something. Like I remember that's why I started to not like The Last Jedi because I watched way <laughs> too many videos about it even though I loved it in the cinema. That's so funny. You know? So like that's what I suspect might have happened with you because I, I walked out of that theater like confused. And... Of Tenet, you mean? Yeah, Tenet. Yeah. I walked out of Tenet confused, like no lie. And like not exactly sure what had happened, but like I knew I had fun. Like I knew I had like a fucking trip in there. Because, like, it's, 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 it's so rare nowadays to, like, see something you've never seen before, to experience something that you've mm-hmm. never experienced before, and for it to be in line of the theme and the message and, like, makes you think about the world that you're in. I mean, the world that you're in in the movie. Mm-hmm. And, like, that feat alone was enough to push it to, like, at least an eight for me. Like, mm. the, the, the two out of ten part where, like, the sound is kind of shit and like, the, the, the structure was very predictable. Like, I can take that. I'm okay with that because, like, everything else is just so fucking good. Yeah. You know? So, like, I don't know. Like, I, I almost want to, like, not break it down too much in case no, no one has seen it. For sure. But also because, like, 
I don't know. I so I want to watch it again. That's for sure. Yeah, I don't know. And, and, and it's also it because all, the next again. it's also because the next movie we're going to talk about is a very 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 dramatic <laughs> drop off. <laughs> it's a very dramatic drop off into like just opportunistic capitalistic cash grabs. It super is that that compared to this, you know, this is like Tenet is fucking art. Just to wrap up on it, yeah, before we move on, but like. I appreciate Christopher Nolan's movies so much. I feel like he's the perfect, it's the perfect crossroads of like blockbuster fun and like real storytelling and like art- artistic vision. I think it's great. Um, maybe Tenet, which was my cup of tea, but I want to watch it again before I really come to a conclusion. Um, what I will say though is that there is a really cool thing that he did where like he he was like, for the first, like, okay, the movie's about, it's almost exactly, it's like two hours 15, right? For the first 50%, shit would happen that, that you're just super confused by, like, little things that happen that doesn't really get explained. And then once you hit the halfway point and something else happens, stuff starts making sense, that's very satisfying to me. Yeah. You know, where it's like, oh, I, oh, I get it. Cool. Cool, yeah. cool, 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 cool. But then at the end of the movie, I was just like, I didn't get enough of it. Yeah. And then maybe that's on me. There were at least four moments of those things that I can count. Yeah. At, at least four moments of like things that you've seen b- earlier in the movie that then like yeah. they, they then like kind of closed the loop yeah. and tied it up with a nice bow and was like, okay, this was the payoff. It's and, funny that you say loop because I feel like this movie made me think of Looper a lot and really? Ryan Johnson. Yeah. Looper? Like, in terms of time travel and stuff. Looper was much more straightforward. <laughs> yeah, I would agree. Looper Looper was like a very straight line through and through, very easy to understand. And that fucking scene where that person was losing like ligaments yeah, 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 and limbs and shit. Cutting off fingers and oh, the writing message. That's so cool. That was fucking gorgeous. Yeah. And terrifying. <laughs> but but um, Tenant, go go see it and then go see it again and find subtitles for it. Um six stars out of ten. I'm 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 at like a like a I'm I'm between like an eight and a ten. That's I'm, pretty impressive. I'm between an eight and a ten because like a movie can't be perfect. A movie just cannot be perfect. It then cannot why s- is there a ten rating? Because like the ten, it doesn't mean like absolute perfection. It just means it's so fucking good that I'm gonna probably watch it a bunch of times yeah. in my lifetime. I definitely will. I definitely want to revisit it. Yeah, like uh, like Avengers: Infinity War and Endgame aren't perfect. I'd give it a ten just because True. like I I've seen it several times since nine point seven, nine point eight, nine point nine. Yeah, like um, again, yeah, again, it's 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 he's an important filmmaker. He, I agree. He really is an important filmmaker because he constantly is challenging the audience. He's challenging other people to make better movies. Mm. He's challenging like what the medium is capable of and like he's challenging the things that we've seen before and that alone it makes it worth like the the nine dollar ticket price of admission i was gonna say i think it was eleven dollars well spent sir (laughs) Uh, take my money that's fine yeah you know who didn't deserve my money and didn't get my money (laughs) fucking mulan (laughs) fuck you mulan Yeah, it's a very steep drop off in quality because uh, we we also watched Mulan. Mulan. Are we going to come clean and say we didn't watch it in a theater? Yeah. All right, fine. <laughs> we did not watch it on a theater. We found a way to watch it. Uh, I mean, it, we we it's 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 out there. Yeah, it's out there. It's out there. If it's you want to in the world, if you want to find it, you can probably find it, and that's how we found it. <laughs> um, and <laughs> why didn't we watch it in a theater, John? Because I didn't want to give it money. <laughs> um, I like Uyghurs, I think. I mean, that's that's a very small part of it, I feel. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. Um, 
Okay, so this is my first Disney live action. No, no, that's not that's live. I saw Beauty and the Beast, which was also fucking garbage. It was. It was the second live action. It was at Disney least slightly more watchable than than this than Mulan. Oh, Beauty and the Beast. Beauty was. and the Beast was slightly more watchable than Mulan because at least it had like fun. It had some elements of joy in it. It yeah. had it, like I mean, parts of it were definitely like why, but it had joy. It had some like banger songs, like fucking that Josh Groban song. I don't remember. I know you'll never leave me. I don't remember. That was like the new song. They added a new song into For the, the Oscars. Song. Yeah. No, no, like they added a new song into the movie, like that didn't exist yeah, in the original. They do cartoon. that because otherwise they wouldn't be eligible for any Oscars. Oh, for music, okay. they always have to write a new song. So, but for, it was a it was a good fucking song. Right, it was a great, great, great fucking song, um, and that was probably enough to justify the existence of it for me. <laughs> but like, is this the first one that's like remade from a movie that had songs that had no songs? Let me Beauty think. Beauty did. Beauty and the Beast. Aladdin did. Jungle Book. Didn't have a lot of music, but, but the original one only had wasn't a full musical, right? No, I can't remember. It was like I, didn't, I never watched. And I never watched yeah, the original Jungle yeah. Book, but the remake of Jungle Book had like some singing in it. Right, Lion King was a was a musical, right? Lion King had all the music, um, but none of the emotion. <laughs> uh, what other remakes have there been? Um, That's it, I think. Is that it? Yeah, I'm pretty sure there's been more. Jungle Book, Beauty and the Beast, Aladdin. Yeah, that's that's it. I think so. Yeah. Okay. All right, fine. I guess that's it. Um, yeah, I think this might be the first time that they took out all the music. Were and they like, we? it's a real culture that we take seriously, so let's treat it with respect and not have them sing? What was the thought process, you think? Maybe they just think Asians can't sing. <laughs> I, I, I People truly, in this room can prove them wrong. I truly don't know what the thought process was because I initially, what I thought was that they didn't want to put music because this movie... Um, I don't know if it's not whether it's clear or not, but this movie was made for China. This movie was not made for the rest of the, of the world. The rest of the world can watch it and give Disney some money, some chump change, mm-hmm. some like money to maybe like put some dead person back to life or something. But the real money that they're making is China, yeah. because for the last five years, um, majority of Disney's box office revenue has come in from China. Like and and they've and they've seen the trend of like these big movies, these big these big blockbusters making a lot of their money in China. So essentially, this movie was made for China. And my original theory as to why they didn't have music was that so uh, it, it was because it would have been difficult to translate the songs from English into Chinese. Mm. You know, that was my theory at least. In case they they were going to dub it or whatever, but like Um, when they release it in China, will it be dubbed? It depends. Some theaters they dub it. Uh Some theaters they just straight up put subtitles. subtitles. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So that was my theory at first, but then I looked up on YouTube, and there are translated versions of the original songs from the from the movie. Sure, they played the Chinese. I mean, obviously the the Mandarin reflection has been around since the original one, but it sounded great. But but there's translations for all of it right like i'll make a man out of you there's chinese translations uh, a girl worth fighting for there's translations yeah why would how couldn't why wouldn't there be yeah yeah so, so um so that theory it's, it's just a creative choice they made i'm yeah. guessing i just don't know why it was not a good one um amongst other things i took notes actually <laughs> wow i took notes because i was just so upset with this movie yeah it was it just because again they're making it for china 
And it really just seems like a capitalistic cash grab. It really just right. seems like a like like wow, this this new market is open to us. How do we right. exploit it? Oh, we're gonna use them, put but them in a movie. <laughs> all, all of them, like all of these Disney remakes, are that. Maybe not specifically for China, but like they're all just cash grabs. It's like it's like we have the world's greatest storyboard for a movie. Mm-hmm. Let's just copy it. Yeah, that's what it feels like. I guess. Yeah, they have all kind of been a bit of cash grabs, but like this one has felt the most. Grubby, grubby. Yeah. This one's felt the most grubby. I guess because I'm Asian and like I know all of the actors in this, and I know where they pick <laughs> yeah. them from. And they're like, "Oh, this person's famous. This person's famous. This person's famous. Put them in. Put them in." Ming Na Wen, not that famous. Put her at the end. You know, <laughs> like just put all the super like like all like everybody that China recognizes: your Jet Li's, your Donnie Yen's, your Gong Li's, mm-hmm. and your Louis Fei's, and like throw them in there. They could have very easily gotten like American Chinese actors. Like they could have gotten like. 20 more people like Tsuma, but right. in, instead they purposely targeted this market, which is fine if you made a good movie, mm. but they did not. Like, not only was there no music, there was just no fun, there were no characterizations. Like, I, like literally, in case you haven't seen the movie, like, okay, rewind a little bit, let's yeah. tend it this a little bit. Um, I'm going to preface this by saying, if you intend to watch the Mulan live-action movie, I'm going to say, don't do that. <laughs> Instead, just rewatch Disney's cartoon Mulan. Yeah, the whole time, I was like, man, I wish I was watching the cartoon. Yeah, just just rewatch that. You would have spent the exact amount of time. I think they're about less. the same. Less time. Yeah. And you would have had more joy in your life, as opposed to cynicism and hate towards <laughs> the mouse. Um, because nobody in that movie except for maybe Mulan had a fleshed out character. And even then Mulan's yeah. character was not that fleshed out. So here's the problem I had with it is that she is like super Mary Sue. She's a Mary Sue character. In other words, she has no flaws um, other than society, I guess. But like, okay. What I loved about the original animated was like Mulan was not some super soldier. I mean, I know like in um the, like the ballad of Mulan, like in other tellings yeah. of Mulan, that Mulan's yeah. a very capable soldier. Mm-hmm. But I love the the animations, uh, animated version's choice to like make her kind of bumbling, gave her a like, hero's journey. Yeah. yeah, and then like like that whole it's all symbolized in Make a Man Out of You when Shank, not even the whole song, like halfway through, he shoots that arrow into that post. He's like, "Go get that arrow, bitches!" Mm-hmm. And people are trying. They're trying to use brute strength. They're not doing it. And then Mulan uses her smarts and uses her medallion and climbs up there and gets the arrow and w- starts winning the respect of her peers. Mm-hmm. The version of that in fucking this movie is that she just goes up a mountain with water buckets. Well, okay, like what? No, no, no. What? So, 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 I, I'll, I'll justify it with this. It's not great. Go, go, go. But I'll justify it with this. The the arc of Mulan in the original movie was um, essentially like growing into her own person and like in the animated oh no in the in, in, in the, the, the animated in the in animated, animated okay shedding her, her 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 shell becoming stronger like using her innate abilities to like apply to all these traditionally masculine yeah. things right um, in the live action remake there is none of that. Because at least that was multidimensional. There were many things that she was trying to do as a character. Mm-hmm. In this movie, the only thing that she has to do is be herself. Yeah. I felt that that was the only message. Because, okay, let's rewind a little bit. In this movie, Mulan has powers. It opens with a montage of her having, like, yeah. Spider-Man mixed with Neo, mixed yeah. with Ch- Jackie Chan powers. Yeah. In this movie, Mulan essentially has powers, but she was taught as a kid to hide these powers. It was Frozen. 
Yeah. She was taught as a kid to hide these powers she like Elsa. Elsa. Yeah. Um, because she was a woman and women are supposed to be weak. And, and, and bring honor. Yes. A lot, and, of, a lot of honor talk. <laughs> and have no power. And essentially what happens when her character open inverted commas, grows, is that she then goes, I'm not going to hide my powers anymore. Here they are. And then she lifts the buckets up and all those things. So she, she like, essentially, she could already do all those things, but her own mental blocks were stopping it. So I'll, I'll give the movie right. that. I'll give the movie that. In yeah. the sense that, like, they established that, like, she was given all these, like, barriers as she grew as an adult that she needed to hide these things. And she had to overcome those barriers. So sure, I'll give the movie that it's thin, it's a th- but it's a thing. My main problem, again, and I'm going to say it again and again and again, none, there were no characters. There were yeah. just absolutely no characters. I cannot, like, you couldn't describe Donnie Yen's character. You couldn't describe any of uh, the, the... He did Kung Fu. Sure. You couldn't describe any of the friends in the army. Like, One guy was slightly fatter than the other ones. Yes. You couldn't describe uh, uh, Kong Li. <laughs> she had witch hands. <laughs> She had bird hands, I think. She had bird hands, um, and you, you you couldn't you couldn't even begin to describe Jet Li's character. He was dubbed. <laughs> he was. V- <laughs> oh my god! So like, there, there were just no characters because in the original, like Shang had a character. Mm-hmm. The 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 father had a character. Mm-hmm. The magistrate was a great character. Yep. Um. The 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 fucking uh, Mongolian bad guy. He was terrifying. Do Do you think? Okay, let me. My turn to play devil's advocate. Yeah. Do you think that they were like these characters are from the animated one are like I don't know like too caricaturish or like too kind of white gazy into what the East is like? You know what I mean? Well, I will. I will. I will. Uno reverse your devil's advocacy. Oh, and be like, so what? They think we're all just fucking boring ass people that talk about honor and family? Yes. <laughs> so, like, that's worse. I would rather be characterized as someone with emotions and feelings and like thoughts about things. Here's, and- here's every line in Milan. Milan, you have to have the courage to get your honor because without honor, you have no courage. And that's what you have to do for your family is to have honor in an honorable, courageous way. I will courageously bring honor to my family. God damn! Shut up! <laughs> I will also echo what my girlfriend said is that the actress who played Mulan like was very like stoic. Like she had no expressions really. Mm-hmm. She was like it was like Yeah. She, I that I was I was You were fine with that, right? I, well I s I mean or you don't agree. No, no, I'm okay with it. Like, mm. that's the thing. I, I agree, sure, she wasn't a fantastic actress, but I, I, like, I find it more offensive that, like, that the bones of it, the structure, mm. the choices made before they started the, the camera rolling were all horrible. Yeah. So, like, even if she had done an amazing job performing it, even if she had, like, okay, for example, I loved Daisy Ridley in Force Awakens. Me too. I was very enamored by, by her character. And Last Jedi. Even if Louis Faye did that performance in Mulan, I'd still think it was a shit movie, but maybe except Louis Faye did a good job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it would still be a nonsense movie. Yeah. Because there was nothing in it. Like, the, the main thing a lot of people are talking about is where's Mushu? Yes. Where is Mushu? Where is the tiny I dragon? I understand the reason for not having him. Like, I understand. It, it just sucks. What is your understanding of Is that they, they wanted to... Gr- okay. They Are you going to say change. they wanted to ground the they movie? They wanted to change you wanted to gr- They wanted to ground a movie with a witch <laughs> with bird hands and a phoenix that flies around every once in a while. Yeah, I was And also Gongli turns into like a bunch of bats. Like this is a this is a world where mysticism happens, but it's like it's taken seriously. Like it has that 
Asian, like, ooh, this phoenix is inside you. But if you had, like, a wise cracking like, African-American dragon, it doesn't seem to fit the world they were trying to create. The dragon didn't have to be African-American. It could have been recast. Like, okay, I, I made a, I made a, a, a casting list while watching the movie oh, because wow. I was so fucking bored. That's cool. This is what I wrote. There's all kinds of fantasy shit in there already. Why not Mushu? Like, maybe even stick to the theme of Asian empowerment and cast an Asian comedian. Aquafina. Like, like Jimmy O. Yang, Ronnie Chang, Aquafina, yeah. uh, uh, Ali Wong. Yeah. Like, any f- of those four people would have made an amazing companion. But they're Chinese American. To the journey. That's not true. Well, so is Zima. Not really. Well, he's Chinese American at this point. Come yeah, on. at this point. But he's like, you know, he's Chinese. This is Mulan's dad, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, but like he's been in like oh, like what three Chinese things, but like a two hundred American production. Yeah, but he's never played like he's always played like an immigrant. He's never been like an American born Chinese guy. What do you mean? He's never been a second generation American. He's never played a second generation. Not American? that I can think of off the top of my head. We're like Bosch. I haven't seen that. In Bosch, he just plays a guy who happens to be Asian. That's okay. why Bosch is a great show. I still okay. highly recommend Bosch. Because in my head is like he's like he's always like either a Chinese he plays a Chinese character. Or if he's an American character, he's like, you know, grew up in China. Mm-hmm. But whereas the, all those younger actors you mentioned, except mm-hmm. for maybe Jimmy O. Yang, like are very much like, oh, they feel like more American than Asian. They feel um, oh, Ronnie distinctly... Chang, Ronnie Chang's like Malaysian or something. Asian American. Yeah, yeah. Ronnie Chang would have been kind of interesting, actually. Like, I just would have loved like, like, like some kind of joy in the movie. There was absolutely no joy. In, 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 the, mm. in the animated production, there was joy found within like Mulan's interaction with Mushu and Cricket. There was also joy found in Mulan's interaction with like her friends. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like earning their respect. Yeah, the skinny, the fat, and the short one. Yep. Like... Like there was just so much camaraderie and happiness and and just levity in the in a movie that is about war, yeah. you know, um, and and I don't know why they decided to take all of it out. Yo, and Mulan gets dark as shit. Like you remember that bit where like they're singing a girl worth fighting for, yeah. and then it goes and, like it chances to the village that the the Huns attacked, yeah. and it's like whoa, yeah. And then there was that bit where like the Huns like destroyed a village, maybe it was the same village, and they were like. Uh, the last two guys were left alive and they were like, go send this message. And then the guy was like, how many people do you need to send a message? He goes, one. And the other guy shoots him with an arrow. That's fucking dark as shit. In the the animated movie. Yeah. Yeah. And I would even argue that this movie doesn't get, it certainly doesn't get as light as the animated movie. It doesn't actually even get as dark as the animated movie. It's It's just just this very boring gray. Yeah. Yeah. Because at least the animated movie, like they would show you some really dark, heavy shit and then some really fun shit and then some real dark, heavy shit, real fun shit. Like it, 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 there's an arc to it. Yeah. I can almost like see that whole movie in my head. It has dynamics. You know, I can see, I can, I can see that. I haven't even rewatched it since I was like, what? Nine or ten? Yeah, same. I, since I was like thirty-two. Yeah, haven't seen it. Yeah, <laughs> but like I can, I can remember it. Mm. I can remember it not just because I watched it in my childhood, but because it's a very memorable film. Like the arcs of it are just so so well done. Mm. I watched live action Mulan like eight hours ago, and I can't remember a lot of it, bar except for like the notes that I took. Yeah, you know. So it's it's just man. Like, it was... Okay, here's the part about it that frustrates me maybe the most. Because you can say that they're trying to do their own thing, they're trying to forge their own path, they're mm-hmm. trying to make like their own modern take on Mulan. But you can't do that and also have your movie be exactly the same as the original in every other way. 
you know, hmm. plot-wise, structure-wise, like literally, like you said, storyboard-wise, mm-hmm. it's almost exactly the same movie in the sense of like the series of events and how they happened with the exception of Gong Li's character yeah. that plays the crazy witch that helps the, the hero. I don't know. Yeah. Um, that was a real bummer. Yeah. Like, other than her character, literally the rest of the movie is like, like uh, 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 it's, it's like a beat-by-beat remake of the original. As it should be like isn't that what the other movies have been isn't lion king like a shot for shot remake well yeah but then they also they they at least added like okay the lion king remake was essentially just a live action version of the of the original right this movie they seemed to want it to do their own thing because they took out all the fun they took out the music they took out the mushu yeah they took out like everything that made it like a family friendly educational like film Mm. you know and sure, if you're going to do that, fine. Do that. Do your own thing. Forge your own path. Mm-hmm. They didn't do that. Mm. They still made, like, essentially a beat-for-beat beat remake of the movie. They just took out all the good shit. Yeah, you know I, what I mean? agree with that. Yeah, because pace-wise, it's exactly the same. Starts off in the village, yeah, yeah, gets yeah. called into war, yep, yep. does the training, like, succeeds in the training, thinks they defeated the Huns, didn't actually defeat the Huns. I mean, the Rorians. What is that? I don't know. No. It's I guess it's I guess because you it's racist to call them Huns now. I don't know. Uh, so uh, yeah, it's essentially the same movie. So like it that upsets me, you know, in the sense that yeah. like if you were going to like do it your own way, then do it your own way. Like yeah. don't just. Uh. It's like it's like when you're trying to like, it's like you're trying to ju- it's like when you're trying to jump a gap. And then you could you have to go for it, but if you don't quite go for it, you fall into like the pond. That's that's what this movie felt like. Or it's like if you're trying to copy a very tall friend's homework, but you can't quite see all of it over <laughs> the shoulder. Yeah, something like that. so you get like the structure of it, but you 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 miss out all like the good shit. You yeah, know? yeah. Fuck. Uh... Like speaking of fun, right? Like it's so frustrating. Like it's it all comes down to like the montages because mm-hmm. like the the montages in the animated one are so like forever indelible it's like those are might be the most memorable parts of it right yeah the parts where she like decides to like she's watching her dad f- trying to play with a sword and then he, his leg fucks up yeah and then she like takes the decision like cut off her hair and then put on the armor and she goes to the horse the horses recognize her and he's like it's me don't worry it's mulan it's lighting and then she runs off like it's i'll never forget that mm-hmm. and then of course like the whole uh the whole uh make a man out of you is like a whole montage yeah but they tell the story so well in those montages. Like, there's an equivalent montage in the, the live-action one of Make a Man Out of You where it's them training. Mm-hmm. But it's just them training. Yeah. It's just like, in, in Make a Man Out of You, they're like, they, they're training. She's having trouble. Like, she's struggling really hard. People hate her. Then she discovers, to, she starts coming into her own power, uses her wits to climb up the pole, starts making friends, starts becoming competent with weapons. Here, it's just like, in the, in the live-action one, it's just like, I don't know what I'm doing. I know a little bit what I'm doing. Okay, now I'm doing kung fu. Great. Yeah. Like, it's fucking sucks. It was also annoying that, like, they would tease you with, like, scoring from the original movie. Like, they had rearranged... Or, like, lyrics sco- spoken. Oh, yeah. I hate that so much. They had, like, they had like um, rearranged scores of, like... And I was like, oh, oh no, it's no, just a score. No, no. So, it's like, they clearly had, like... And they were beautiful. Like, they sounded so cool. Exactly. It just made me want the fucking movie to, like, just, it just made me want them to start singing. You know, it was very, very annoying. And it was weird. It was so abrupt that, like, when the the song Reflection was supposed to come on, that's when the soldiers came. It was very, like, oh, wow. 
Like we didn't have a time to like, because reflection was like we were taking that time because something so devastating happened in her life. She fucked up with a matchmaker and stuff, and she's like losing herself, and she doesn't what she sees on the inside doesn't come on the outside. It's such a beautiful moment. Here it's like she walks five steps, and then the fucking army comes. I'm like, ah, hey, wait, 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 wait. yeah. Okay, so, move I, on. I just thought about a thing that annoys me, or, or like annoys me even more. Yeah. And like, okay. So the thing about this movie that annoys me more is that I, I, I want it to succeed. Yeah, for sure. I want it to succeed and that frustrates me because I wish it were better. I want it to do well. I want it to make a shit ton of money in China because that can only mean good things for Asians who are in entertainment. That can only mean good things for Asian actors, Asian mm-hmm. performers, mm-hmm. Asian musicians on a global scale. Because once this, because you know, you gotta you gotta hand it to them. Disney is essentially like they've monopolized entertainment in a way. For sure. And if Disney starts to see that Asian-led productions can be a viable source of their crazy income, mm-hmm. they will make more. You yeah. know. But like, if say this movie fucking tanks in China. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if they like straight up cancel Shang Chi, <laughs> you know? Like they'd just be like, ah, no, this whole Asian thing not quite working for us uh, because like I forgot about Shang Chi. Yeah, because yeah. Um, yeah, that that really annoys me. Like I I wanted to succeed because I would love for like Asian American actors or I mean sorry Asian actors Asian actors musicians everything mm-hmm. to, to 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 get more opportunities and those windows of opportunity will open up across the board if this movie does well. Because almost every other studio follows the lead of Disney. If Disney's right. all-Asian movie does well, then, like, Fox, Sony, Columbia, they're all going to start looking to, like, make a movie of a bunch of Asians. Yeah, I feel like... Because, I mean, the feel, the real door opener was Crazy Rich Asians, right? Yes and no. And nothing's really... Yes and no, because... Yeah. Crazy Rich Asians did well in the U.S. Mm-hmm. But not, in, in, not in, in China. Not in China because it came out the same week as Venom. And oh. Yeah. And the thing is about China is that if a movie is in English, they would rather it be... Like crazy. Crazy action. Yeah. They would rather it just be crazy action because reading subtitles is not as fun. Like Mulan. Exactly. So it'll do well. We'll exactly. see. I don't know. Um... But we're waiting for something to capitalize on that on that way. I mean, the farewell was like it kind of captured that like but quiet Oscar movie, yeah. very indie. Um, maybe Shang Chi is going to be the blockbuster that opens it open, that blows it open even more. But I guess it w- it should have been Mulan, but it wasn't. Hopefully, yeah, we'll see. Hopefully, uh, fun fact: I auditioned for Mulan. Yeah, I've helped you film that. Yeah, I, was, I auditioned for the the role of Hong Hui. Yeah, who had fuck all to do in this movie. <laughs> That's not true. He saw Mulan's back and then held her hand for a second. Yeah. And then he fought with a guy with a ball and chain for 10 hours. Yeah. That was so funny. Man. Do you think I'd be speaking differently about it if I were if I had the part? <laughs> I would be speaking differently. <laughs> this movie's great. Oh uh, yeah, this movie's great and Hong Kong police are great too. Yeah. Like we that's crazy that we talked about so that, Actually, that's right, that we haven't really delved into the behind-the-scenes controversy of it all. Like Politics. I'd rather focus on the movie, I guess, but like... Yeah, because the politics of it are, it is what it is, right? It's and being boycotted. Yeah. It seems to be being boycotted hard. Yeah. And so, what do you yeah. do? But it's also like, it's it's weird, because like, how can... You, there's no true way to measure whether or not this boycott is working. Yeah. Because it's just not in theaters. Not really. Not in a lot of parts of the world. So it's going to be tough to gauge. 
<laughs> that is pretty funny, right? It's like I call a boycott. Like I hate people hanging out with other people. I call a boycott for hanging out with people. I did it. Thanks, COVID. <laughs> Just riding the coattails. Um, jeez. Yeah, I wish this movie was better. It was really pretty. Like there were moments where I was like, "Is that CG or is that China?" I can't tell, but it looks great. I, well, yeah, because like they they can just fucking throw money at shit like that. Yeah, but then it just baffles you. Why can't they throw money at the parts that make it like a good movie? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Why are they only throwing part like money at the parts of it that make it like a good like visual like desktop background? It does make a lot of good desktop backgrounds. I thought you know, oh, it's so annoying. Uh, yeah, Mulan, no stars. Half a star. Half a star for the fact that we can talk about it afterwards. Yeah. Content. Um, but also, like, uh, I'm, I'm curious. If you guys have seen it, let us know. And also, like, if you guys are, if you guys have seen it, I personally want to know this because I, I feel like I don't know this for sure. Mm. But I felt like a lot of the costumes in this show were not based in Chinese culture, but Korean culture. Like, the villagers, mm. at least. But I'm not sure. See, I'm not 100% sure because I'm, I, like, like... Uh, most of my brain wants to assume that Disney paid people to research this and like look it up and really like understand what the the, the period costume was going to be well, like. They really turned up the saturation on the colors. Yeah, but like I've never personally, I've never seen like an ancient Chinese village look the way it did in this yeah. movie. It almost looked more like a Korean. Yeah, situation. because that was definitely a Juan thing of like having really colorful hangboks and stuff. So that's it got confusing too. Juan. Like, yeah, the Juan, like the the Juan, like before Korea was Korea, it was like, or even now, Korea. In oh, I thought Korean, you were referring to the fucking grudge. <laughs> no, no, sorry, Juan Dynasty, like so, like those kings and stuff from right. that time, that, that time period, but in Korea, right? Yeah, they had really colorful silks and hanboks and stuff. So, yeah, because yeah, that's, that's what that's what I would because like my only point of reference is like all those paintings that you see, right? Right. And whenever you see like the ancient Chinese paintings, they tend to be wearing fairly neutral colors, just drab. Kind of, yeah, kind of drab. Like, fairly neutral colors. If there are colors, they would just be, like, like one or two, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, But in this one, it was, like, fucking every color of the rainbow. It's yeah. just straight up looked like Hanbok Village. Yeah, exactly. And I exactly. was like, this, this can't be Chinese. But I'm not sure. Like, I, I want to assume that they know better because they did the research and they did the pre-production studies. That's what they want that. you to think. <sighs> so, Mulan. But again, it's a movie yeah. for China. It's a movie for China, so they would have to know, right? I guess. Let me ask you something. No. You're Asian. Yes. How much? How much in your family growing up? How much did you guys talk about honor? <laughs> <laughs> My family, not very little. Um, We're not I, that Asian, though. I I, I guess like the uh, the element of it that is vaguely close to honor is that you know a, a, like. My parents have never said the words you brought shame to the family. Yeah. <laughs> but they have definitely made me feel that way. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? You so embarrass like, us. Yeah. So yeah. they've never used the words you have shamed our family's <laughs> honor, but they have like made me feel like I have. So so <laughs> so I, I I won't harp too much on that because yeah, that it, it's def- it, it's a theme in Asian culture. You see it in crazy rich Asians as well. Right. You know, you arguably see it in Singapore social as well. Right. You know, <laughs> like where they talk about the Asian family unit and how it's more about the outside perspective in as opposed to like how it's actually like. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's just very predominant in Asian culture. They don't really care how each other feels about each other within the house. What they care about is what like that auntie from church thinks, thinks about, about them. Yeah. yeah. Or like what the neighbors think. Um, it's very like 
it's very much about appearances. Right. Where, but like within the family, it could be completely crumbling and they'd be fine with it as long as everyone's making money and having a good job. Yeah. Yeah, Maybe, I'm sorry if that bummed y- y'all out a bit or depressed you or or or, or sh- shined a weird light on your current situation. But that, <laughs> but it's 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 like if it makes you feel any better, that's kind of the reality in a lot of Asian families. Mm. Yeah, honor. <laughs> All right, shall we move on to some questions? <laughs> sure, we're like an hour in already. <laughs> Perfect. Let's finish off with some light, lovely questions. Okay, so we got some questions on Instagram. Thanks again, everybody. And um, over here. First question is from Instagram, and it says, People say Mushu is the essence of Mulan, and it felt like something was missing. Do you agree? Why? Rewind it. We spoke yeah. about it in... in, in, in we, 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 yeah, we, we dove very deep into it. Um, this person, Kinu Cafe, asks, What's the most exciting thing that happened to you all this week? What's the most exciting thing that happened to you, John? Oh, that's a great question, and thank you for asking. Yeah. Um, I can't think of anything at the moment. Because all I can think of this is, is why Tenet I, and Mulan. They're like right on my face. But th- this is why like, I take a lot of pictures on my phone. I to have, remember? I have 25,928 photos, 3,526 videos. That's a lot. That's too much. I need to clear some of them. Like half of them are like accidental screenshots. How do you even do... Like how do you even erase? Like how would you do that? Um... Just get a bigger I, I, phone. I, like the only thing I tend to erase are like sc- accidental screenshots, right? Because on the new iPhones, like the off button and the up volume up button sure. is a screenshot, They're not running. the home in that. And like this is quite a common thing to do. Like, yeah, you you squeeze your phone. Accident, yeah. So I I take like fifty right. accidental screenshots. So the most exciting thing that happened to me this week is that um, I I I, I hmm. oh I grappled with Sandra and lost. Have you ever won against Sandra? Yes, but. Well, okay, here's the thing. Like, it's tough because, like, like most of it is, like, I don't want to, like, hurt a woman. <laughs> That's right. That's sexist. <laughs> it's always, I don't want to hurt a woman up until it's, like, she gets me in a choke and I'm like, fuck, I should have hurt this woman. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Isolate that, folks. Send that to all the news departments. Uh, but, yeah, we had, like, a fun little, like, grapple session. It wasn't, like, a formal thing in the gym or anything. It was literally, like, we were at a party and it's, like, bam, grapple session. Yeah, I've seen you guys do that multiple times. It's weird. Yeah. But it kind of fun. Yeah. So, like, here's me trying to get her in a darsh choke. But apparently, a you. A darsh choke? Yeah, wow. But apparently, you can't do a darsh from, from, oh. from the bottom. Um, and then you go to the next one. Yep. And it's, uh, it's me in the choke. Yeah, she always goes with the rear naked. She's very predictable. No, because I gave her my back. Um, <laughs> I, I I genuinely think if I if I didn't hold, okay, no, I don't. <laughs> I really don't. I I think she beats me every time. Yeah, um, but it also it, it it did make me want to like punch a woman. No, like <laughs> like seriously consider doing jujitsu. Yeah, I'm telling you, it's fun. It, it made me seriously consider wanting to like take it up or something just to just to understand it. You know? Yeah. Because. I feel like I have a innate ability to like grapple and an innate ability to like survive in a fight. Right. What I now need is like to know some technique and to sure. understand what happens when this person's hand touches my shoulder and to understand what's going to happen like what's, when this like person what's the like, step. Yeah, exactly. Like what are the ch- the chest moves? Exactly, as opposed to just like wild dogging it, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Which is funny for a guy who's so into MMA and is you know quite into fitness. I'm surprised you haven't taken like yeah no because like know, MMA or jujitsu. I'm, I'm into all of those things, but I'm just not into like structured gyms. That's my main Fair. thing. Like for most of my life, I have never 
actually no like 99% of my life I've never been I've never had uh, had like a trainer mm-hmm. or like an instructor for anything or like a, a, a class that I go to it's almost always just go to a gym and like just do bang it out yeah. do my thing um, barely gone for a boxing class or anything like that I'll just like figure it out myself mm-hmm. which is probably not great when it comes to like high impact things on your body you probably want some yeah. proper training so yeah like that that's that's one thing that happened this week that really made me like consider like i sh- i think i want to sign up yeah. like to at least like try a little bit and like assess my own ability you Very know because cool. i don't know where it is i'm probably highly overestimating overestimating my own ability at this right, point right. only to find out that like i'm complete nonsense at it <laughs> Um. Uh, yeah. Cool. Also, I made like corn cookies. That was those it. are good. That was the that was the exciting thing of my week. <laughs> was you make corn cookies? Okay. No, but for real, the most exciting thing is that in or for Mulan, since we were all together, uh, all the roommates, we ordered in dinner mm-hmm. and we ordered in Filipino food. Actually, thanks to Nathan, he recommended yes. this place, and we had lechon, and it was freaking good, man. Is it like a little taste of home? A little bit of a taste of home. It was legit. We had seasick, which was good, and less face-like than usual, which I think is good for everyone. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we had lechon. It was so delicious. Some roast pork action. Was Filipino food like a big part of your childhood? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Because like, I don't know. Like, it, 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 like, in my head, I would assume that like your family would be more of like a whatever. We like ate out a lot, I think. Yeah. But like, I think like I got passionate about cooking food after like... Like I, it wasn't through Filipino food that I got into food. It was like through white people food and like watching Food Network and stuff. Right. So that's why I'm not super into cooking Filipino food. I feel like that's it, it tends to be that for most people where mm. they, it, it like they don't appreciate the food that they grew, grew up, up with, with yeah. until much later. Yeah, I think that's kind of like the arc. Yeah, generally. Yeah, like you become enamored of a new thing, mm-hmm. and then you realize that like, oh, the shit that I, I I would like hate when I was ten years old was actually fucking amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because that's kind of what I feel about Chinese food almost. Yeah. Like I, 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 I am I, I almost have like an inability to cook Chinese food or, or I rarely do it. Yeah. Because I grew up with it. Um to a certain extent even Indonesian food, but that's mostly because Indonesian food is hard. Yeah. Um it's just so much <laughs> Very prep. difficult. There's so much prep. Also I didn't my my mom was never that great a cook. My grandma was. Mm-hmm. And she, she her food was good, but my mom was just pretty bad. So yeah. I don't have that like whole romantic notion to it right next the question all right last question last question before we 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 wrap it up for this week is from mellow 101 uh this person asks what are some unpopular opinions you have and why nathan likes china (laughs) (laughs) unpopular opinions what are some unpopular opinions you have and why? I don't know. I feel like the world is so divisive that it's very hard to find an opinion that's just... D is innocent. No, I'm kidding. Oh! <laughs> oh! I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Good Lord. I thought, we were all, uh, thought that was gone uh. in the past. Do you um, have one? Um, but, like, but, but my point is, though, is that like... Well, I'll give you some time to think. Is that like the world is so binary... Like, there's no such thing as, a, as a, an unpopular opinion, really. If you were like Trump is right, and you have like millions of people who support you, yeah. I guess like unpo- I guess like in this context, what is an unpopular opinion that people have tend to disagree with you about? Like, what is something true. that you that you you hold true to, or something that you think about that like almost everyone in your life is like, no. <laughs> Do you have one of those? I'm trying. I'm thinking really hard. It's a good question, though. Yeah. Um, 
I'm just gonna cut out the parts that we're gonna that we're thinking very long for. Oh, that's good. Yeah, good because I can't think of anything. Yeah, I got one. Go for it. All right. So mine is is that I I don't like social media. Mm-hmm. I guess. Okay. <laughs> like I don't like doing it. Okay. That's unpopular because people love social media. Is that an unpopular opinion? I don't think so. Okay, that sucked. That's yeah. I don't think so. But also because like, it's it's more about. Hmm, I don't know something more core to your personage. No, it doesn't even have to be that. It, it could even be like a movie that you really like that nobody else around you ever liked. It could be something. Oh, like okay, that. okay, yeah, okay, 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 yeah. Okay. But also, I would argue that the 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 um the what you call it the. Oh, what's the word I'm looking for? The we, spirit? No, no, no. <laughs> uh, the unwillingness to join social media. I'm just going to straight up call it laziness because... I don't like it. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to straight up call it laziness on your part, though, because... It's a work thing? It's a work thing, yeah. Because, like, I know when I feel that way towards a social media platform, mm-hmm. I assess it myself as well because I feel that way about TikTok, for example. Mm-hmm. But I also know that that's laziness on my part mm. because it is my job as an entertainer. It is my job as someone that does things that then become consumed by the public to engage in those platforms and engage in those mediums. To not do that is basically, say, being like curmudgeon. Like, I'm going to stay put right here <laughs> while the whole world moves ahead of me yeah. and I'm not going to adapt. I'm not going to figure out how I fit into this like uh, a sphere because I'm not willing to put in that work. Mm. And I know that's how I am with TikTok. Like, I'm trying to figure that out right now. I'm trying to put in the time. I'm trying to assess how I can uh, put myself in that world comfortably without compromising my own values or beliefs or my own, like, you know, basically I'm trying to figure out how I can participate in it without cringing at myself a year later. Yeah. Um, but I fully acknowledge that, like, my... Uh, uh, I'm, I still can't find the word I'm looking for. <laughs> I still can't find... I, I, I still... I have to... I, I personally acknowledge that my unwillingness to join it is a form of laziness mm-hmm. because I just haven't been willing to put in that much time into, like, figuring it out. That's fair. Like, I'll dedicate, like, f- like half an hour a week into, like, trying to, like, think about how to figure out TikTok and then other than that, no. But if I really wanted to put in that work, I would. Like, um... It's only because I see so many people, like, in their, like, 30s or 40s, you know, and things like that. And they're basically picking up every fucking social media app that comes up and trying to figure it out. Mm-hmm. I'm talking specifically about, like, public figures and, like, yeah, people yeah, yeah. that do stuff. Um, because that's how you innovate. That's how you push forward. If you just stay put and go, like, I'm not going to engage in that because, like, I don't want to figure it out. Then, like, that's detrimental to you. Yeah. You know? So yeah, I'm calling you out on that one. Fair enough. But um, in terms of unpopular opinions, the only one I could think of was I really like the movie Hot Fuzz. <laughs> I but took my friends to watch people it. You don't like that? Well, I love Hot Fuzz. Well, okay. Um, I grew up with like a, a specific group of friends. They're all nine to fivers at this point. And I would say that 90% of my opinions are unpopular opinions with mm-hmm. them. In terms of the music I listen to, the movies I watch, the TV shows I like, almost none of it is, is, is like it vibes with them. So like as we grow older, essentially the group chat 
that yeah. we have that is now just full of 29-year-olds. They're all the like, workforce. oh, my kids in my work. My kids. Oh, no, none of them have kids yet. Okay. But in terms of like taste and everything, yeah, yeah, yeah. like that is the only group chat where I never, like almost every group chat I'm in, I, I, I throw in links of stuff like, check this out, check this out, check this out, check this out, check out the show, check out this movie, check out this video. <laughs> I never put anything in that group because I just know it's not going to be received. Oh. <laughs> I just know that it's either no one's going to give a fuck, no one's going to get it, or like it's just not the same wavelength oh. yeah so like i guess that group chat is like the personification of all my unpopular opinions fair enough <laughs> for me uh last jedi is one of the best star wars is mm. that's unpopular mm. it is it, i would call it like the second top three yeah yeah on any given day mm-hmm I agree with that. That's yeah. why that's why we do this podcast. Uh, Unpopular opinions. Thanks, Mello. <laughs> All, All right. right. Thank you all for your questions once again. Thank you for listening this week. Um and uh go 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 watch a movie because that's something that you can do now if you're living in Singapore. Go experience the magic of cinema for and sure. fresh popcorn. For sure. Um I will say that was that was a part of Tenet I really enjoyed. I I ordered that was some good ass popcorn. I yeah. ordered popcorn for the first time in months, and um, as always, I got it mixed because I'm an insane person. That's an unpopular opinion. I like mixed popcorn. <laughs> Is that unpopular? <laughs> it seems like nobody else does. But it's weird that like, did you know in Malaysia they don't have salted popcorn? It's just sweet popcorn. Really? Isn't that weird? Like. It, just in a specific cinema chain nope, or like throughout? From what I understand, all of them. Why? I don't know. What is wrong with you, Malaysia? Exactly. Jesus Christ. That's an unpopular opinion. Yeah, that's an unpopular country. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I remember I was like, I remember I got to the cashier. I'm like, can I have salted, please? And they were like, no. I was like, what? No. <laughs> Did they say no because they ran out? I think they're confused. Like, oh, they're like, salted? Pop- what is that? Wait, wait. You... Wait, you put salt yeah. on your popcorn? So look at that. America <laughs> only salted. Malaysia only sweet. Singapore makes of both. There's a message there. America has sweet popcorn. Come on. Not, no. AMC has sweet popcorn. As like a main thing? Like it's a yeah, caramel popcorn, but it's not like... Oh, well, I mean, they're look, both sweet. Yeah, but I mean, no, but I mean like... I don't know. It's different. Right. Like in America, you don't, you don't, you never have to say sweet or salted. It's just salted. Really? Yeah. I I recall going to like the local AMCs in Boston and getting mixed popcorn there as well. Really? Yeah. I don't think so. I don't know. Yeah. It's Maybe it's an time. East Coast thing. I don't know. Someone at us. I don't know. We're not yeah. sure. Um, but yeah, mixed popcorn. Don't at me. It's it's the shit because as as the movie twists and turns, so does your mouth experience. <laughs> and on that note, thank you so much for listening to episode 136 of the Good Hang Podcast. You guys are awesome. Follow us on Instagram. Support us on Patreon if you're into that sort of thing. Uh, don't watch Mulan. Watch Tenet. Have a good time. Watch Mulan, the animated movie. Do it. Thanks for the hang. Thanks for the hang. It's a good day for a good time with a good hang. It's a good day for a good time with a good hang. What a good way, what a good sign, what a good thing. It's a good day for a good time with a good hang. <laughs>